This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Morning, I'm Shuad Kutin with me, Melissa Idris and Joyce Goh. Pakata Harapan in the election manifesto is committed to appointing a member of parliament to the post of Speaker of the House. But some quarters, notably the association calling itself G25, has criticised this move, saying that the Speaker of the House, should be, uh, who should be politically neutral, is best chosen from someone outside of parliament. On the line, we have Hannah Yeo, the MP for Sugambot and also former Speaker for the Slango State Assembly. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, uh, Hannah. And I want to begin with uh, the with this question that uh, raised was raised by G25 about uh, the non-partisan character that the Speaker of the House should have. Uh, how does uh, the government of the day intend to address this concern? Um, I think first of all we need to look at the uh, role of the the, the Parliament. It and also the role of the Speaker. A Speaker is the head of the legislative body. It is the law-making uh, institution. And when you are making laws, laws concern people, and therefore having an elected member of parliament, uh, this person will understand mandate from people, and, and he or she will understand the political pressure from fellow MPs. So I think for me, I personally prefer uh, an elected member of parliament to be Speaker over the House. What about understanding the law, or specifically constitutional law? Because um, would the Pakatan Harapan government consider the G25's proposal to have former judges in the position of Speaker? I believe they've put forth the names of former judges Mama Arif um, and uh, Mama Hichamuri uh, Imis. I, I am not uh, at the, the, the top level to be making that this consideration, and I'm not privy to any of those discussions uh, on who will be made Speaker. So I am uh, mainly sharing from my experience as Speaker in Selangor State Assembly for the last five years. Uh, even though I did not quit any party position uh, in Selangor, right? But that did not uh, um, affect uh, my, my partiality when I, I was Speaker, when I was on the chair. Uh, in fact, you know, during the last five years, we strengthened the role of the opposition in Selangor, and that was AMNO. Uh, and also, um, uh, you know, you can actually uh, bring uh, action or disciplinary action uh, against your own fellow MPs. So I think it's really not about whether the person is from a party or not, but whether or not this person, when he or she assumes that chair, will be able to act fairly. Uh, Hannah, so who will be making that decision then? Uh, the top Pakatan uh, Harapan uh, leadership, I think they'll be nominating names. And, and when will we know the official appointment? When will that take place? I'm not sure. You have to ask them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hannah, uh, why did Pakatan Harapan make, a, pa- make it part of their manifesto that the speaker must be an elected representative? Because, um, you know, our, our parliament currently lacks reform at the federal level. Uh, we have seen how, you know, there was... Uh, Select committees were not very active. Uh, opposition members back then were not allowed to speak freely uh, or to question anything. And therefore, this this parliament, we, we know that this parliament needs reforms. And and having somebody who is elected uh, from within Pakatan Harapan, that co- our coalition, we understand the need to go in and, and rush against time for reform, to put in place reform. And, and that's why it's important to have an elected member of parliament because this person is now answerable to somebody. You know, it's answerable to the entire coalition. If you put somebody who is independent and not answerable to any party, there is no disciplinary action. This person can choose not to act, can choose not to not to push for any reform, and there'll be no recourse. 
Uh, Hannah, there is uh, the, a question of the model that you're using or referring to when you look at these reforms, the British model that does, in fact, uh, have somebody who is an elected MP, but then has all these other um, constraints or criteria, including them resigning from their uh, from their party positions, uh, you know, there's this whole system of of people uh, of those uh, of the Speaker of the House uh, standing for election, but uh, the convention that other political parties do not stand against them, and so on and so forth. What model are you using? Uh, I think once an elected MP is chosen as the Speaker, he he or she can choose to to tender resignation uh, from any party position. That's fine, uh, and but. I think moving forward in the years to come, we want to improve this. Then we can we can we can uh, practice the convention of not having anyone contest the speaker's constituency. Uh, for example, uh, let's say we choose uh, Ong Ken Ming from uh, Bangi to be uh, speaker. For example, okay. Uh, in the next election, no one from Barisan National should be fielding any candidate uh, in Bangi to contest against him. So everybody knows that this is a speaker seeking for re-election. Hannah, you also you know, mentioned a couple of things earlier about um, the former speaker or the, the pr- common practices under the speaker uh, of the speaker in the previous Barisan National Government. Uh, what do you think the new speaker should be doing differently in Malaysia Baru? Okay, in Malaysia Baru, I think the new speaker will first have to quickly establish uh, strong select committees. Uh, select committees are there to hold the executive uh, uh, accountable to the House. So select committees should be doing public hearings when there is a controversy. Uh, select committees should be checking accounts. Uh, public accounts committee should be chaired by the new opposition leader. Uh, and also, I think the most important reform that we need to ensure is to make sure that the head of the executive, which is Tun Dr. Mahade, from Parti Bersatu, uh, will not have a speaker from Parti Bersatu. I think having the head of legislative and the head of executive from different political parties can ensure that the speaker will be able to act freely. So if the prime minister is from Bersatu, the speaker should be from different party. If the prime minister is from PKR, the speaker must not be from PKR to ensure there is check and balance. Hannah, and lastly, you know, next week Parliament opens. What will be the the legislative agenda uh, for this Parliament session? Uh, you uh, usually at the opening of any uh, sitting, we will look at formation of select committees. Uh, that will be the most uh, important thing. And of course, next week uh, will be the swearing in of all the member of Parliament. Uh, this is also my first time uh, in Parliament, so I'm also looking forward to see uh, how is that different from Selangor. Thank you so much, Hannah, and good luck next week. That was Hannah Yeo, MP for Sagambut and also former Speaker of the Slango State Assembly. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.